Opinions expressed in this episode are personal. They do not necessarily reflect the views of this streaming platform. Good day, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Let's Be Diverse. I am your host, Andrew Stout. This episode is dedicated to all my loved ones who have supported me through this journey. So there's lots of times when we're thinking about certain words and the word purpose has come to mind to me a lot lately through discussions with different people. So I thought I would delve into this topic today and I thought, who could I have on to discuss this topic to make it such a great conversation? So I think I found a perfect guest for it. Today we're having on Lindsay Elizabeth. Now, Lindsay Elizabeth is an executive speaker, podcast host of Unmuted, and she's a mother, ballroom dancer, and what I love about her as well is that she's a lover of life, and I just love the fact that she feels that it's important to live your life to your fullest, so I just love that about her, and it's just an honor to have her on today. Welcome to the show, Lindsay. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you, Andrew, for having me. Thank you for this conversation. Looking forward to it. I am looking forward to it as well. How are things with you? How are things with work, business, the weather? I saw you were just on a trip to New York. How's everything going in Lindsay's world? Yes, I'm going to answer this in my way. Every moment of every day, our world, regardless of what is happening on the outside, we actually get to determine our life experience. And we'll be getting into this more, but when you actually realize that you are the author of your life experience, it is not dependent on whether I have a vacation or not, whether my kids are with me or not, whether or not I got to work out today or not. So really ownership. And in that, you really get to choose what your life experience is. And so Mm. in that, I usually say I'm fan-freaking-tastic. I love it. We met on LinkedIn and I love your posts. They're so uplifting. They're fun. And the other thing that I love is that you not only show how important it is to love life, but you just show a genuine care for people. And some people you've probably never even met and you still show a genuine care for them. And I think that's important. I am the same way. So I think that it's so important. I just wish that there was more of that in the world, but I think it's getting better for sure. So to me, regardless of whether I've met somebody or not, it could be somebody, it could be a Starbucks barista. It could Mm -hmm. be you who I've connected with, not verbally, but connected with just texting and or comments. When you start to understand that you get to choose the life experience that you have, and now you get to also catalyze that on the other end via your energy and permission into somebody else. And so it's an honor. Like every time somebody messages something or texts something, or to me, it's not a matter of, oh, I better hurry up and care about them. It's what else are you doing? What else are you showing up to try to do? I love that. I love that. I've seen some great comments and stuff. And I've seen that you were in New York recently. And I talked to a lot of people and there are some people out there that they, they're not living their life to their full potential. And it's nice to see that people are And I'm seeing it more and more, and I think it's amazing. So I'm glad to see that everything is going well in your world and that you are continuing to live life to the fullest. Thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. So before we kick things off here, I always have a fun question to ask my guests 
to get things going. And the guests never know ahead of time what the question is going to be. Are you ready for yours today? Yes, that would be amazing. Wonderful. So your question today, Lindsay, is how do you feel about putting mayonnaise on your french fries? Oh, I am not a fan. I am a fan sometimes of how mayonnaise tastes, but it never makes me feel good. And yeah, I know it's a common thing. I guess if it was going to be mayonnaise and french fries, it maybe would be tartar sauce. But yeah, I'm a pass. Sounds like it's a hard pass. Oh, yep, I'm a hard pass. Yep, maybe I'll try it. But yeah. Lindsay, I'm with you on that. I am not a mayonnaise and french fries guy. I am a ketchup guy all Mm. through. Mayonnaise Mm. is not my thing. Mayonnaise for me on a sandwich, but not Mm. on my fries for sure. Why don't we start off this conversation with you telling us a little bit about you and your story? Sure. Just was raised in a what I consider to be an average home in Midwest America. Went to college. I have two science degrees. I was going to be going to medical school. I got accepted into medical school, Medical University of South Carolina. Hmm. And then I decided not to go. And instead, I moved back to Indiana at that time. Actually, I was living in Charleston, South Carolina. So I moved back to Indiana and got married. In that marriage, I had two children. We had a landscaping company farm, bison, cattle, sheep, chicken. And then I homeschooled my children. It was a very toxic, soul-crushing marriage for me. Mm. And it was really the catalyst of my evolution and the catalyst of me realizing somehow love has to win. But what, what does that actually mean? And what does that look like? But I knew that deeply within me. And I was willing to search that out at all cost because I knew that actually wasn't a cost because the way of love actually isn't a cost. It creates win-wins. Then with that, I ended up divorcing. That's There's a huge lot of story in between there. So if, mm-hmm. whatever you want to go into, but divorced in 2019 and mm-hmm. then opened up my own executive coaching business. Mm-hmm. And that is what I'm doing today. Also with in the journey, became a ballroom dancer. I was unwilling to remain where I was. I was unwilling to remain unchanged. I was unwilling to waste per se the second chance of life of a new opportunity. And so I invested heavily in myself. That means monetarily with time, energetically (laughs) resources invested in literally started my business from scratch. So we had a landscaping company, but I started this business with no contacts from scratch. And I've had clients as far as Abu Dhabi. My podcast is doing well and it is a gift to connect and it's a gift to have these expansive conversations. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm just very grateful for all of these things and there's just so much more to come. I love everything that you said there. There's so much for me to pack into. The first thing I wanted to say is kudos to you for being in a situation where I've talked to people who have been feeling that they are in a, I describe it as being a hole that they need to dig out of. Mm-hmm. And there are people that I've talked to that have dug out. And then there's people that I've been talking to recently who are trying to dig out of that hole. And it's mostly career based where they just feel like they are in a situation where they don't feel that they have the skills or knowledge to move on somewhere because of schooling or whatever, or they just feel like they can't, but they have to stay where they are because they have to pay their bills. So kudos for you for figuring it out and adapting and 
taking the time to get to where you are now. And the second thing that I wanted to say is, is that I love the fact that you said you went to school and you studied something and you figured out, didn't like what you were going to study and you wanted to do something different. And I think back to, I'm going to probably age myself, but I think back to the old days where you would do the thing, you'd get into school, your parents would pay for school, you'd do it, and then you get out and you get a job. And probably most of those people probably got into those jobs, but they didn't want to make a change because they didn't feel it was right or they were afraid to make a change because of people saying, you studied all these years of something particular and now all of a sudden it's not what you want to do. Why did you study that in the first place? And I think now it's amazing to me how things have changed because people are figuring it out, not just in school, but they're starting a job. And I've talked to people who are making like six figures and moving up in a company and they're just sitting there and they're saying, this is just not for me. And a lot of people would say, why is it not for you? You got a car, you got a company phone, company car, you make a good salary, you're able to travel. But in reality, yes, it's nice to have all that stuff, but it's amazing to me. And I'm so happy that people are figuring out what their passion is and what they really believe in what they really want and realizing that the money and the moving up and all that stuff is not the be all and end all. It's coming home after a day as work and being able to spend some time with your loved ones and having dinner and relaxing and not have to worry about that cell phone going off at seven o'clock at night and you have to answer it. So I just well, love those two points that you I, that you mentioned. I will clarify something though. It was not that I did not love what I was doing. I love medicine. I love science. Oh, for um, sure. It definitely was for me a soul decision. It was a choice. Oh, yeah. And so to just marry my experience with what it is that you're saying, some people do want the security of I come home and I just sit down and I do these things. Right. And I spend my evenings at the dance studio lots of times. So right. that's not my choice. That's not what I want. And I was at this crossroads of, do I go back to Indiana or do I stay in Charleston, South Carolina? Right. And so I really did some deep soul searching and mm-hmm. actually bet on myself in a profound way. Mm-hmm. I've never regretted not going to medical school, but it wasn't that medicine wasn't working for me or mm-hmm. science wasn't working for me. That moment was a place of, there's two things that I 100% want to say yes to, but I can't in the scenario that I can see in my head right now, could I have stayed, went to medical school and maybe I would have ended up marrying him? Maybe Mm -hmm. not. I'll Mm -hmm. never know that. I don't go through that tug of war, Mm -hmm. but to really help someone who is in this place. And when I say bet on yourself and when I say take a risk on yourself, what I mean is we often stay muted to the truths that are available Mm -hmm. and the truths that actually are emerging in our lives, as Mm -hmm. opposed to when we stay muted to those they're silent. (laughs) We're not able to hear the truth of our own soul and what actually is available for us. And to your point, to ask yourself, maybe everybody doesn't want this big, beautiful, expansive life like I do. I'm not Mm. available for anything less than that. But for somebody else, maybe they have a different vision for their life. And that is their version of big, beautiful and expansive. Yeah. I'm happy that you clarified that. And I didn't mean to say that's the direction. I was just saying in general, I get the people make a change for whatever reason. And you did, because I feel like you're doing 
what you feel like you want to do at this time. And I feel like from what I have known from you and what I see that you're putting out in the world, you are a fulfilled person who talks about love a lot. And I believe that you love what you're doing. And I believe that you enjoy helping those who need it. I enjoy my life experience and I make shifts all the time. Sometimes it's not necessarily because I'm not enjoying the thing, but it's because we really actually get to explore and expand. And that is what I do. That's how I live. And so I don't look at it as black and white or I've arrived, I've not arrived. That's not even part of my thought process. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. helpful. Yeah, absolutely. So I'd love for you to explain to us, in your opinion, what does the word purpose mean to you? So I think a lot of times when we're talking about purpose, Mm -hmm. people are quote unquote searching for their purpose because they feel a void. They feel something is missing. Mm -hmm. And so I think the deeper question is, what am I wanting to experience that I'm not currently experiencing? And we oftentimes package that in the word of purpose or package it in the word of passion Mm because somehow in the word purpose and passion, we somehow can feel alignment or the zest of life or the joy. We want to be happy. We want a certain amount of money, whatever those things are. But the fact is, if you are searching for purpose, searching for passion, whatever, if you are searching, there is a bigger, more beautiful answer that is available to you. And that's really the undercurrent of that. Okay. I love that when you say people are searching for their purpose. And do you think that it's when you say searching for purpose, I know we talked about it a little bit before, is it necessarily they think that something is wrong? Or could it be, we talked about adapting, is it just that they need to figure out their purpose to adapt? So purpose is something I literally don't even think about within my own context of my own life experience. Okay. Uh, I think there's a lot of words that we use to try to use as a puzzle piece to the thing our soul already knows about us. And when we actually unmute and allow ourselves to evolve and to explore, now you're not trying to fit into any preconceived box. You literally... Like we all have the awake awareness within us. If I did exploratory surgery on Andrew, or if I did exploratory surgery on Lindsay, we couldn't find Lindsay. We couldn't Mm -hmm. find Andrew. And yet if both of us died right now, our bodies would be there, but we are gone. Like the Mm -hmm. essence of us isn't available. And different religions say different things about that, but that's spirit. That literally is the essence of you Mm-hmm. And it's like a slippery watermelon seed. We can't put our finger on it. We try to put it in a box. We try to pick it up. We try to encapsulate what is that. But that is first and foremost, that is Lindsay. And then mm-hmm. here I am, I'm in this body package. Oh, it's fun for me to ballroom dance. So I enjoy that and I enjoy the process of it. And so to me, when you are aligned with the truth of who you are, mm-hmm. the word purpose in my experience and in the work that I'm doing The word purpose just seems to, it's trying to package something up that's not packageable. Okay. okay. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, it totally makes sense for sure. For sure. So I know you mentioned that you don't use that word in your thoughts, but how do people figure out what their purpose is in your thoughts? Yeah. A little acronym that you can use. It starts with you. Y-O-U. Literally, the Y is yes, I am willing, meaning 
whether I'm searching for my purpose, my passion, to acknowledge, yes, I'm willing to accept and name that something is no longer working mm-hmm. and I am willing to show up for the journey, the process, this moment, literally, because I'm willing to make changes. I'm willing to have a different life experience. I'm willing to set out on this journey and explore and have fun and cry and laugh and experience things because once again, something isn't working here. Something needs fixed. Something maybe doesn't need fixed, just needs left. Mm -hmm. It literally starts with Mm Y-O-U. Then the O is ownership. When you really own that moment. So yes, I'm willing. So it begins with me and then yes, I'm willing. And now I'm going to own, take complete ownership of me and my life in this moment. For example, in my marriage, because all the things that were happening, it was really easy to finger point and say, he's doing this or he's doing this or this is what's happening. And once you start to realize it was almost like God was pointing a finger back to me and saying, that's great, Lindsay. That's great that he's doing those things, but are you okay with being like that? Are you okay with being bitter? Are you okay with And so I started to, I did not have this language at the time, but Mm. I started to understand, oh, it's not actually about him. It's actually about me. And as I started to change, my world changed. Mm -hmm. He didn't change. It's not like all of a sudden it was about a roses or something. And that's not that. But as I started to change, now I started to see everything differently. Mm. And when you take that ownership of you in your life, regardless whether it's marriage, job, you just feel restless, you feel aggravated all the time, you feel mildly depressed, you feel whatever it is that's happening, you might not know what's happening, but you do know what's happening in the fact that this experience isn't working, that there is something different available. Mm-hmm. And that I call it sandpaper to the soul moments, that those times when you're irritated, you're aggravated, those uncomfortable emotions, those are there for invitations Mm -hmm. because you you don't have to remain that way. And Mm -hmm. they are the invitation into the catalyst for your change. So Y-O-U, Y was for yes, O was for own, and then U is for unmute. And once you start to become willing to be available to own your life, it literally changes, think of your soul, your inside as soil. Like it literally cultivates, you're literally living in an open-handed way. And as you do this process, it transforms you. And now there's lots to the unmuting, but the clarity is as you start to change, your world changes and you see things differently. Mm -hmm. And now truths are starting to bubble up. Now you're starting to see the truth and you're having the courage and the wisdom and the capability to actually hold the truth once it showcases itself. And so- Now I'm able to see the truth. Oh, this is really what's happening. Okay. So now that I understand this piece of information, now what am I going to do about it? What's Mm -hmm. next? Mm -hmm. And so unmuting truth because the truth is often muted and the lies and the stories and the chaos and the noise and all the shoulds and the expectations, they abound from everywhere all the time. I love everything that you said there. And it sounds to me the direction that you're going, you can correct me if I'm wrong, But a lot of people, I know myself, I've been in situations where I felt like, I like to use the words, in control of the things that I can control. And the things that I couldn't control, I found those things used to bother me a lot. And I used to say to myself, why are they doing it this way? Or if it was me, I would be doing it that way. But I had no control over that Mm -hmm. and as soon as I started saying to myself I looked at the situation and said okay do I have any control of that and then I'd answer yes or no if it was yes then I would 
investigate a little bit further. And if it was no, then I would say, okay, I'm not going to ignore this, but I have to leave it be because I can't invest so much time in that because I don't have control of that. And it's going to affect the things that I'm trying to do. So I started to leave it and I felt a lot better ever mm-hmm. since I've started to do that. And it could be, mention your husband, it could be anything, it could be work, could be family, somebody calling you up, oh, can you believe so-and-so did this? And can you believe this happened? Or you go into work and a coworker, oh, can you believe this happened? Or they want to start this process or what have you. And then you get invested in it because you're like, okay, now I'm upset because you involved me. But like I said, once I've changed my thought process, I listen with pause in those situations because I can't change anything like that. But I know that those people need to air out what they want to air out. But as far as giving a response, I no longer do that. It's not because I don't care. It's just because I don't have control. So I can't invest my thoughts into it. Yeah, you're choosing how to use your time and your energy and literally the investment of your energy. It's like an operating system that's just working in the background, just siphoning away your resources. Yeah, so that's powerful on small levels and then big levels, but we actually do get to choose the life experience that we have. And when you start to take each interaction, as you're saying, I'm going to choose how I'm going to be in this moment. And then as you start to do that, and then even okay, what conversations do I even want to be a listener in? Because I'm Mm -hmm. receiving all that. And Mm -hmm. then what relationships actually are serving me and actually serving love. If it's serving noise and chaos, it's not serving love and that's not serving anybody. And so we often remain in places that aren't healthy for either party, but we think, oh, I'm being kind or I'm being nice or I'm being a good listener. And once again, Mm -hmm. there's the story and the expectation on the outside when the fact is somebody just ranting and being rude like that they actually have their own process of internal workings to do. And it doesn't mean that you, me, whoever has to be their answer for that. Do you think that people struggle with finding their purpose? I'm sure there's plenty of people that do. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I would say instead of just trying to put a big picture label on it, notice that there's something inside of you that something's not working and you're being invited into a new way of being, you're being invited into something and Purpose might be the word or the trigger that helps you. Mm. You loved playing a guitar (laughs) in college Mm. and you set that aside because your parents wanted you to blah, blah, blah. And you went to Harvard and now you did all this and now you're at this place and you just, everything in your soul is saying, I just want to play a guitar. So that person might use the word purpose. They might use the word passion. They might use the word Mm -hmm. burnout. So to just realize to not hyper-focus on the word purpose, passion, burnout, whatever the word is, but to realize big picture zoomed out, Mm. you're being invited into a new way of being. You're being invited Mm. into a life experience that is actually full of fun, freedom, joy, expansiveness, creativity, relationships. It just, it expands and it's Mm. available to the level that you become available for it. Mm. I love that. I love that. If you could choose one word to describe yourself, Lindsay, what word would that be? One word. Willing. I love that word for you. I think that perfectly fits from our interactions you mentioned earlier messaging back and forth a couple of conversations over the phone I love that word for you for sure you mentioned passion earlier I definitely I would give you passionate as well I could just see how passionate you are not just for who you are what you do but for life for people 
your interactions. I just think that word fits you as well. Mm, thank you. Thank you're, you. You're very welcome. Any final thoughts today? Take the risk and bet on you because it really actually isn't a risk. The actual risk is remaining in the thing that is clearly no longer working. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy to see life through that tunnel because fear does that. Fear mm-hmm. does that. It's scary to think about my marriage isn't working. What happens if I investigate it, go to counseling, start betting on myself? What happens if I start to evolve? What happens if this thing actually blows up or disintegrates or we Mm -hmm. split up? What happens with the kids, with money? Mm -hmm. But it's so once again, the noise, the story, the chaos. It's very easy at that point to also be, okay, I'm in this job and it's not working, toxic work environment, but oh no, I have this many years left and what does it look like? I might have to move. I only have this much money. And just the stories just keep going on. Mm And to realize you have this moment in no matter what story you could conjure up, you don't even know the options that are available and you don't know how it's going to turn out. Your your brain's going to come up with some amazing worst case scenario that you're going to buy into at some level. (laughs) But once you understand that that your brain's functioning as it should, Mm. it's going to create Mm. a story. But just because there's a story, just because you have a thought doesn't make it true. Mm. And you actually do get the opportunity to, whoa, I'm going to come back in. Okay, that's great. All these things are coming at me, story, noise, chaos. But this moment, this isn't working, okay? So Mm. then the next thing, I make a phone call. I Mm. need food, go eat pasta. I need to pray. I need to meditate. I need to have conversation. Like just the very next step, You that's really all you need to do. I didn't Mm. get to this point. I didn't get through divorce. I didn't get through the number of chaotic things no, it just literally is this. What is the very next step? Right. And give yourself full grace and permission because you're here and you have that idea, you have that thought, and you have the strength and courage for that next step. And you don't need the strength and courage for step three, 12, or 462. You're not mm-hmm. there yet, and you won't even be the same person you are after you take this step. Right. So when you give yourself the gift and grace of focusing on this step here and now, that's all you need. I love that. I love that. I want to take the time to thank you for coming on today, Lindsay. As I mentioned earlier, when I look for guests, I look for a certain type of person. And when I seen you at first, I thought, wow, this person is, she's amazing. She's compassionate. She's authentic, empowering. She's powerful. And I just thought, what a great person to have on as a guest And I just want to say thank you for coming on today. I feel fortunate not just to have you on today, but to be a connection of yours. I love seeing what you're doing and how you're helping people. And just know that your words have helped me along the way as well. So I appreciate you. Thank you for that so much. Very much. You're very welcome. On behalf of myself and my guest today, Lindsay, I'd like to thank you all for listening. And until next time, be safe and remember that if we all work together, we can accomplish anything. You have been listening to Let's Be Diverse with Andrew Stout. To stay up to date with future content, hit subscribe 